constructed in the 1880s, and the town often drew in tourists searching for a short stopover on a trip from Port Townsend to Sequim. Many aging hippies had found its charm irresistible enough that they'd moved in and opened everything from coffee shops to pottery studios. In the golden glow of the late afternoon sun, the town looked magical, with its bustling pier stretching out into the blue water. The last of the Dungeness crab vendor trucks were closing and heading home for the night, leaving the pier to lovebirds and tourists. She took a few more pictures, then flew her bird toward the municipal airport. After landing, Shauna stepped out into the helipad and squared her shoulders. The piece of mail in the pocket of her denim jacket reminded her of the battle ahead. She swallowed the lump that formed in her throat. She'd deal with that once she got through the next half hour. The small airport office was a simple metal Quonset hut that was beginning to rust. Through the window she saw Zack Bannister staring at his computer. The thought of asking him for help made her cringe, but she had no choice. The wooden door boasted a new coat of blue paint, and the doorknob turned easily in her hand. Zack believed in keeping everything in tip-top shape— after he had gotten out of the Coast Guard, he took some apple stock he'd inherited from his dad and built Hurricane Roost Airport. Though small, Hurricane Roost boasted a nice flat runway and several helipads. It was a busy airport since Zack operated an emergency plane transport business out of here. He stood when she entered, and surprise lit his deep blue eyes. Shauna, is something wrong? He wore jeans and a flannel shirt that hugged his six-one muscular frame. His hiking boots left flecks of mud on the concrete floor when he came around the desk toward her. A scabbed-over cut decorated his forehead, probably from his latest daredevil escapade. The last adventure she'd heard about had been base-jumping off a bridge. A flood of conflicting emotions swamped her, just like always. Shauna and Zack had been friends once. But all she felt now was distrust and hatred. He'd ruined her life. Her face burned and she squirmed inside at what she had to say. For the past year, she'd gone out of her way to make sure she didn't run into him. I need to talk to you. Sure, have a seat. He indicated the chair across the desk as he retreated to the other side and regained his seat. She forced herself to perch on the edge of the chair. It's about Alex. Her five-year-old son was worth every bit of discomfort she felt in this moment. Zack's eyes darkened, and he started to rise, then sank back. Is he okay? She nodded, then shrugged. Well, as okay as he can be without a dad. She should be ashamed at the sense of satisfaction she felt when he flinched, but she wasn't. He should flinch and feel some kind of pain. There's a father-son hike at Freshwater Bay next Saturday. Alex cried himself to sleep last night because he can't go. I told him my dad could take him, but he just cried harder. So when he asked if you could take him, I promised him I'd check with you. It would mean the world to him. Her son had gone through enough the past year, and he adored Zack, who had been like another father to him. Her dad was more of an embarrassment, and even if he agreed to take Alex, dad was likely to show up drunk. She had been backed into a corner. I'd be happy to take him. His eyes narrowed as he stared back at her. That hurt to ask me, didn't it? More than you can imagine. 
Are you ever going to forgive me, Shauna? Can you sit there and tell me it wasn't your fault my husband is lying in his grave? He leaned back in his chair and shook his head. It was an accident. You egged him on. If he hadn't been in such a rush to beat you, he never would have fallen. You think I don't know that? He ran a hand through his dark, unruly hair. Every time I close my eyes, I see his face as he fell. Zack's voice broke and he looked away. I'd take his place if I could. She squeezed her eyes shut against the horrific death scene playing out in her head. Even thinking about Jack's last moments brought immense pain. After a long silence, she opened her eyes and exhaled. The hike starts at nine. The kids are supposed to meet at the whale trail sign. You can pick him up at 8.30, and it should be enough time to get out there. Just don't let him out of your sight. He's all I've got left.